welcome back to another episode of the Three Boys in a Pod podcast. Bass yeah. drop, explosion, explosion, fireworks, We're dancing. Here. Episode six? Six? Six. I think so. Yeah, think this so. is episode six. Wow. And as you can tell, we're we're amped. We're we're in this right now. College is clearly not getting to any of us right now. And that <laughs> that's that's evident, obviously. I I you clearly did buy, your... buy an emotional support plant over the weekend. By, I, by your tone there, planet. I can tell you're not sarcastic sarcastic at all. You're very adamant about your love of college. Mm-hmm. I'm serious about my health. plant. I'm very Let's... attached to it now. What kind of plant is that? What kind did you get? Um, a spiky succulent. I don't know what it is. And Dave, that's a cactus. Well, I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not if a I cactus. I can describe for the viewers or listeners what I'm seeing. It it looks like the top of a pineapple sticking out of a a coffee mug. I swear to God, this is not a cactus. What do you mean? Are you blind? <laughs> Look at it. Oh, maybe it's it- got. Is it like aloe? I, it kind of looks like a cactus from here. Here, I'll pin you. Aloe no. comes in a tube and it burns <laughs> Ethan. Does this look like yeah. a spew, Ethan? No, look at Okay, here, I, I guess it's... Broke, I broke one of the little things off the first day I got it. So well, I'm really not that's doing thing a good about, job. That's the thing about plants, Dave, is you're not supposed to pet them. So Bad plant dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't get a cat here. I really I want a cat, and then I want to name it, like, hamster or porcupine, and then I just want to, like, let it roam around our apartment. But, like, there's rules against it, so the best I have is my plant. Oh, my God. It's growing in little – look at this. It's growing another little thing. This it's is a, growing in I'm real good. time, folks. I, I can't <laughs> believe what I'm seeing. Plant grows. Okay, now, right now the headline, I feel ready to print talk the newspaper. About... <laughs> <laughs> I ready to talk about pod stuff now. This is. <laughs> I, I feel. I feel very glad. I'm pro plant. Whatever you need to do to get through your your college, whatever. I'm pro plant. But I wonder sometimes about the people who have animals on campus. We've got some people with animals. A lot of people. I see a lot of dogs here. Like, and cats. I would love to have a, a little furry friend around, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if I could just have them hang in my dorm room all the time. Like, I'm not in my dorm all the time. I wouldn't want to subject a little animal to my, like, 144 square feet of isolation. Yeah. You know? Well, I do think um, it's a good excuse to get people out. So I think if people have them as emotional support animals, that it helps them get outside and, you know, that's part of the emotional support. But I don't know about the cats, because you can't really walk a cat, and, like, these are small rooms to have a cat in, especially considering how cats kind of smell. I mean, mm. wouldn't, be, wouldn't be great, I don't think. I'd yeah, love I, to have a cat. I, I would be so great. Anyway. Ooh. I'm, I'm team dog. What, Get what? that on the record. Oh, team really, dog. Sean? Do you want to tell us about the dogs you've had? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, well... That that hurt. Um, <laughs> I I guess I can't have an opinion since I've never owned a real pet. Um, had several goldfish, uh, a crayfish named Einstein. I had in third grade. Rip Einstein. That was the sad day when I had to carry his limp corpse to to the garden after the set. Um, other than that, we had a hamster when I was really little. No, sorry, a guinea pig. Guinea pig named Carmel. Um, but other than that, I guess I, I've asked for a dog for a long time, never happened, but I never asked for a cat. So that shows my loyalty to team dog, I guess. Did, didn't the, um, hamster or 
Guinea pig get eaten by like a hawk? No, you think of Blake. Okay, Blake. Wow, we should have had Blake talk about that. Yeah, that's a good story. Next time. Yeah. Ethan, oh, haven't you had some wild shit happen with your like guinea pigs or whatever? Well, Dave, you burned oh. right through your swear already, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not already. Uh, uh yeah. Do you do you want to hear the yeah, crazy sure. stories? Um, so. It was like an escape artist. It was a hamster. Um, I think all hamsters are escape artists, but this one was especially good. Um, the two best stories I have are one time I was getting ready for the bus. I was home alone. Emily had like jazz bands. So she had gone in early. Emily being Ethan's sister. Yep. Um, uh, my mom was also already gone. Um, and I, I'm eating like cereal, you know, at the dining table. And I hear this. What kind of cereal? Just trying to set the scene for um probably Cheerios, probably Cheerios. Oh, good and I hear this like scraping sound from the basement, and I, I was those like, "Those are good for heart health." I think they are for yeah. cholesterol. Yeah, for Sean, yeah. I, we're, I'm gonna mute you <laughs> for something. <laughs> Continue. For um, so I hear this dragging sound, so I'm kind of freaked out, but I I, know, I like gotta check it out. So I like sneak downstairs and I open the door to the basement, and they're crawling towards me is my sister's hamster speckles dragging behind him by one tendon like a single sinew <laughs> a mouse trap that had like pulled off of off his foot until it was like just the tendon and so i freaked out because i was young i didn't know what was going on so i tried to call my mom doesn't pick up tried to call my sister doesn't pick up left like a crying message quick just like on a t- took off the trap put him back in the cage with his leg like still hanging detached and just went to school it was very traumatic experience um his leg actually healed but like it was kind of like a claw hand after that incident try to kind of like stick it back i don't know how he like got it because there was no it was just the single tendon but anyway um then the second story this gets even better um he escaped again and he, we could not find him for the life of us. Um, we spent like three days searching hard. And then for four days, we were just like, you know, he's probably gone. Let's see if he comes back. Um, so we just waited. And one night, late at night, my mom hears this scratching. And this is literally probably seven days after he escapes. And so my mom's like, what is that scratching from? No good story at her house, like, starts with scratching coming from a random place. Like... There can be no good outcomes from that. I'm I'm just guessing here. Oh yeah, okay, I guess, yes. So then um my mom is like trying to walking around the house trying to figure out where it's coming from. And then um she like puts her head close to the vent and realizes that it's echoing like up the vent. <laughs> like our heating vents. So she's like, Oh no. So she runs into the crawl space, like crawls back there, opens up the furnace, and in there is speckles running circles. <laughs> inside the furnace and he's like emaciated because he hasn't eaten for seven days so we had one of the caps off of like our um, ventilation system because we were doing some maintenance on it and he must have just slid down that thing like a massive water slide but with no water (laughs) straight into the furnace and then after that so we saved him we nursed him back to health about a year later he develops like uncontrollable skin cancer <laughs> across his entire body. 
<laughs> Probably no. from like the radiation of being in the furnace for seven days. A, a hamster in your household. That would just that's a death sentence. Yeah. <laughs> well it wasn't our fault. He was the one who slid into the furnace. But anyway, um so he has this like rabbit skin cancer. Um we had to like clip his teeth because he, he wouldn't eat very much. Um his eyes would crust over so we'd have to like like clean his eyes and eventually we had to put him down because um, his skin cancer was so bad and the vet was like you know I've never seen skin cancer in a hamster so so that's the interesting story of my uh, sister's hamster speckles Didn't they, was or that the speckles, one that reproduced a whole lot no, those are those are her guinea pigs. That's a that's a story for another oh. time. <laughs> Sean, do you want to tell us any wild stories about your pets? Well, I already told you that <laughs> one one died. Okay, is that good enough? Okay, I had an emotional attachment to an animal. Do you not feel that's okay? I don't. Well, because I don't have any like wild stories. All like you know, my cat was like the one before the one we have now like ate all of my fish when I was like in kindergarten and like that's it like that's it was really just like we had like 10 fish in the tank and then one night got fish all massacre of them. yeah it was it was sad um, um should we save the guinea pigs for another time <laughs> sure yeah all I right. don't know how much you have to say about them but <laughs> we will keep that in our back pocket okay the guinea pig be pod will drop in a couple weeks <laughs> guinea pig pod um, well, can I just say, like, our episodes usually, we've come out with them on Fridays. Yeah. Consistently. But then Friday is also when WandaVision comes out. But we record before the Friday. So every week we we release a pod with our analysis of the week before is WandaVision episode. So I'm trying to say we're very timely with our reviews here. Not at all. Think, I don't <laughs> think I, IGN is not coming to us for our WandaVision, like, breakdown. I think we're fine. Like They should have if, for the Hail Mary Theory. But. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> okay. I was the first person to think of that, so. <laughs> well, um, so we have White Vision now. Ooh. Um, yeah. That was interesting. Is he going to be, he's just Vision, but different? They, like, made their own, is he still Vibranium? Did they, I think he's still Vibranium. They got, like, some... Okay, my question is a little plot hole. Spoiler alert, like, oh, we should have already said that. Um, we've all seen the episode now, assuming. At one point, they had footage of her, like, stealing Vision's body beforehand, like, yep. breaking it and stealing it. But in this one, she, like, goes in and, like, doesn't steal his body and, like, goes to the house where their, the place where their house would have been. And then she just makes everything happen on her own. Mm-hmm. So, like, is his body, like, still in there that i thought that was the whole reason they went in there because she stole it but she didn't actually steal it though yeah so i think that that was intentional and that was like the general dude manipulating everybody by editing together by deep faking that video basically Ah, that's pretty yeah so he still had the body and that's what the white visions made out of um because some of the things in that video like did happen like when she throws open the door when she breaks the glass with her magic but she never actually like took vision out so then you think the white vision is just like what they've repurposed with his body and then they were just because they were tracking vision inside they were just trying to like 
steal his brain mm-hmm. or something. So I think that that is exactly what Vision, like white Vision is exactly what normal Vision feared and like that's why he wanted their body, his body to be destroyed because they basically made like the super weapon Vision but without the consciousness of Jarvis. So basically without any like morals. Well, what, what did they put in there? They like stole something out of the Wanda's like place. They plugged into that or whatever. Wouldn't that I just think be it was, Wanda controlling it? I think it was the like they needed a touch of the Mind Stone energy. Because Wanda is like has the Mind Stone energy and that's originally what powered Vision. So I think they took a little bit of that sauce and just threw it in to a white Vision. And that's uh-huh. what boots him up. So cooked up a nice little Vision soup is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Who think is? Vision's probably evil. Why? Vision okay, in did general? you see anything in there that would make you think the new Vision is bad? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, I just, I don't. I, there's one episode left, right? Like we're at the final yep. one now. Is that correct? They've got so much stuff to wrap up. How long is this going to be? Like, they have so much ground to cover. From what I've heard from what my other friend who's very invested in Marvel has told me, they promised, like, a certain amount of hours of content from it. And according to, like, how much the other episodes have been, minus, like, the credits, which are super long. Super long. Like, I'm all for giving, like, artists credit and stuff, but they're pretty dang long. We should get an hour and a half of content in this new one. So it's basically just going to be a movie. I don't know about that, though, because that is, like, movie length. I do really think they've... I don't know. They've got some good pieces set up. But, like, I don't know why they would just lie about how much they were going to give us. That's kind of a... Don't, don't you think they just overestimated? Yeah, they, like, maybe that was just their raw footage, and then they edited it down. Yeah. Edited Edited I bet that's what happened. Okay. Um, I just, like, I feel like they've got too many things to wrap up. There's, we haven't seen Jimmy Woo in a hot second. Monica Rambo disappeared in the last episode for a while, too. Like, they've got, like, so much ground to cover. I'm just, and, and what are they going to do with Agatha? Like, is there going to, is, does someone else get revealed as, like, an even worse bad? Well, Hayward and them have already been the worst bad. Yeah. And we get to find out what the chaos magic is all about and everything here's my other question is how many seasons are there going to be like is this a standalone thing or are they going to continue to make seasons i think it's just a limited series so this will be the last they'll be the only thing okay then yeah i kind of stand by what dave says they have a lot to wrap up um we also still have quicksilver but i think she scarlet witch is supposed to show up in um the multiverse of madness yeah the doctor strange movie Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be a movie yep so Maybe things are, but that doesn't excuse the other things. That doesn't. Jimmy Woo's not going to be in that. Like, what? Or and neither is. Well, hopefully, probably Quicksilver. I don't think so. I want him to get that like limited like series X Files style that they were talking about in that one tweet. We've already established that Disney will give like a Star Wars or Marvel show to anyone or any character. We're getting like a droid story, so we're getting Jimmy Woo. (laughs) Yeah. We're this time will come. You're not hyped for droid story? What do you mean? Premier no, Star Wars hyped. content. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. What's what destroyed? We don't know. <laughs> Probably, in general. I hope 
a gonk droid. It's <laughs> a gonk droid. For anyone who's not big on the Star Wars universe, it's a droid that's very boxy and waddles around. Looks like a has garbage can. And just says, gonk. <laughs> that was a perfect impression. Uh, yeah. I've been practicing that for years, so... I'd Honestly, like to see what hijinks that fella gets into. The only droid I could see them doing that with would be like K2SO, because he like actually talks and has a personality. But he's like, gonna be in the, the we get the Cassian Andor show. Yeah. So he's probably gonna be in that. Hopefully. He um, will be. Because you can't do it with C three PO because he's just so annoying, or like any droid that's similar to him, and you can't really do it with like an astromech like R two D two because. You he just, doesn't talk. We are. We've already copied R two like three times. Yeah. We got R two BB eight and wheel guy from Rise of Skywalker yeah. that no one cared to figure out the name for. Exactly. Because it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything in Rise of Skywalker was stupid, though. It only. It's only. It's only like fair that that was stupid too. Yeah. We are. Well, we've talked sense. about how anti Rise of Skywalker we are on the pod, though. So I don't know don't if I have the energy to explain all of the things that are on with that. But I will say, like, on the Disney end of things, the, like, beyond Star Wars, we're also going to get a Buzz Lightyear movie. Not about Buzz Lightyear, about the astronaut in the fictional universe that the Buzz Lightyear toy is based on. And he's going to be voiced by Chris Evans, the guy who plays Captain America. I am not making this is up. He right. an, is he animated? Yeah, it's going to be animated. What? The There's weird. no reason for that to exist. Oh gosh! I, I'm sorry. Just make something new. Yeah, that's you're stretching your content too far there. It's too many layers deep. In yeah. Like Toy Story lore. Like no, no one was like, "What if we made a movie about the guy this toy was based on?" Like that's that's so that's absurd. I don't understand it. And I can't get like a Darth Maul standalone movie. Like okay, like that's yeah. cool. I would rather get more. Did you ever watch like those Zord? Like, um, you know, uh, Buzz Lightyear versus, I think it's Zerg. Was it Zerg? Was that the bad guy? Zerg or Zorg, Zerg. yeah. Yeah, Zerg. There was, like, shorts or something where, like, he actually was fighting them in his universe or something. Yeah, that, was, that, that was seems cool. cool. I, I enjoy that. I, I don't know. That was the I'm... connection I was going to make. Your hamster is, like, um, in the third movie of Toy Story when they're, like, Falling into the incinerator or whatnot, but he's actually <laughs> making <laughs> getting skin cancer. <laughs> you didn't have anybody to hold hands with. <laughs> oh my god, that's so sad. I, I I can't believe how much stuff Disney dropped during that like like one week release period. Like there's so many. Like we could talk about all the new Star Wars shows or all the new Marvel ones for like so long and. Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out soon. Yep, it starts up soon, so that'll actually be nice because hopefully we won't have very many break episodes before we start talking about our next series. Yeah. It'd and just be one one episode before we start. There's a one-week break. Wow. And in the spring, we're going to get uh, the Bad Batch, the Clone Wars. Oh, you know we're going to be talking that up. I don't know. There's so much background with that, with the Clone Wars animated show. I That's don't know true. if our listeners can really keep up with the, the war. They might get bored. Oh, I have to finish this. Clone Wars still. I'm on season five, like episode ten. What a loser. Hasn't yeah, seen wow. All of Clone okay, Wars. you know Gosh. what? I'll leave, I'll, leave, I'll leave this call. I'm not afraid to. 
it's so long and there's so many I'm at I'm at a stretch in season five where it's like a couple of droid stories and then Ahsoka with Padawans and like that's it for like ten episodes and I'm not excited for that. Hmm. I think the Ahsoka with Padawans is a good story. Oh, when they go looking for their Kyber crystals, yeah, that's really good. That's really I like that. One. I just watched Until, that episode. Hate to say it, they all die. You know, it's hard when you realize that. Yeah, that they're all gonna die soon. That's a bummer. Hey, they might have escaped Order sixty six. You don't know that. Well, okay, that's a problem I have with Disney's new stuff too, because they are obsessed with the like after episode three, like before episode four timeline yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that gap. They keep on coming up with new Jedi that survived and everything. I don't really like that either, because it kind of defeats the purpose of the Jedi Purge. And like the whole thing was like, Luke was like, uh, like their only hope or the new hope or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he was the only one who could save him. He was the only Jedi, and he was going to bring the order back and everything. Like, but now there's now been like, like five people that could have done Luke's job, basically. Oh, we could get the Ezra from Rebels. We could get... Uh, Kale Kestis Kale from Kestis. the video game. Yeah. Now we got a bunch of Jedi. You know, I, Ezra... I really like Ezra's character. Yeah, I hope I like that they, they bring him back. Kale Kestis, meh. Okay, so listeners, um, you're going to need to, before Bad Batch comes out, you're going to need to watch all of Clone Wars to be on board with us here. It's and true. And preferably also watch Rebels after that, too. That's, so could, yeah. Maybe skip the first season. It's not that good. But it picks up after that. It's worthwhile. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I, do you know who else survived Order 66? Um, the best Jedi ever. Quinlan Boss survived Order 66. And I want a solo movie of him. He's he is by far the coolest Jedi in all of Clone Wars. No, the, I love definitely him. not. The coolest yes, Jedi ever did not survive, and his name was Coleman Trevor. <laughs> he did a full standing jump up to like the press box where Count Dooku and Jango Fett were killing, were hanging out, and he almost killed Dooku before just being gunned down by Jango Fett. Yeah. He was ready to end that war right away. He knew what he was doing. He just happened to <laughs> not be dino- able to block That's the dinosaur bolts. Jedi, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why is, why is his name Coleman? Like the grill. That's that's so weird. <laughs> no, his his name is Coleman like the Jedi. Coleman Trevor, okay? He's his own Coleman? Thing. Just look him up. Like, he's like a certified beast. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. <laughs> Didn't last long, though. Episode 2. Episode oh. two, he dies. Then he pulled up a video that's entitled "People React to Coleman Trevor's Death." <laughs> I've never seen it before, but I'm sure it's good. Really emotional. Um, no, Quinlan Boss was totally Quinlan, better. He had a long lightsaber. He was dope. I'm pretty sure Quinlan. Are you sure he survives? Yes, in the comics, which I'm pretty sure is canon, he survives. He's not ever seen in the comics, is he? Because every no, Jedi that not... Vader sees in the comics, he basically kills. No, um, so what it is, is there was this, because I've, I've looked up extensively if he's dead because I like him so much. And uh, in one of the comics, um, Darth Vader is hunting down the surviving Jedi, right? And mm-hmm. it's got like a hologram of like lists of names of Jedi Vader has to like track down and kill. And like it's written in like some Star Wars language or whatever that people are able to translate. And someone translated it and it said Quinlan Boss was one of the ones that still needed to be hunted down. So that's how you know. So canonically, wow, he, he is not dead. He did have a between 
or before Dooku dies, he has like a plot. It's like a canon book where him and uh, Ventress like try and kill Dooku. And I'm pretty yep. sure he fails miserably and pretty much gets turned to the dark side. And then Ventress like sacrifices herself for him. So she, I, I don't, I kind of don't like that Ventress dies outside of the show. Like, we just never see Ventress her again. Ventress was, t- she was too big a part of Clone Wars to just be killed off screen. Exactly. But like the Clone Wars got so screwed at the end by like. Disney? Yeah, to get in the short end of it, like, Disney sent it to Netflix, but then, like... Swiped it back? Yeah, I don't know. They couldn't couldn't finish off. There were so many plans for so many more episodes, but they didn't get a chance to finish it. But then Disney let them do the final season. But that's mm-hmm. only, like, three arts. And one yeah. of them was the Mendez sisters. Dave hasn't gotten there yet, but they are the worst Star Wars characters possibly ever. It's kind of a... It's kind of an iffy like politically storyline as well. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it at all. Yeah, you will you'll just have to see when you get there. I'll I'll complain when I get there. <laughs> I, so they were going to do more after like cuz I know there was season 6 and then they had to scrap like the end of that, right? Well, I'm pretty sure season 6 and 7 are both only like half seasons cuz they both only got like half produced, right? Yeah, they're like two or three more arcs that they have like storyboarded and like pretty much animated that they just never got a chance to finish because yeah so dumb but now we're getting uh bad batch so it's okay i've worried wasn't a bad batch a part of it yeah that comes up to be one of their act that comes up in the last season but i worry we've strayed too far down the star wars rabbit hole and true we didn't talk a lot about vision WandaVision. WandaVision, well, we've been removed from WandaVision too much. Let's get into the other topic we have today. Our reactions to the Golden Globes. Oh! Wow, that was some fun dissonance. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, none of of us watch the Golden Globes, right? Oh, I'm watching it right now, live. (laughs) Live, talking yeah, about. it's going right. It was like <laughs> live it reaction. It was like last weekend. I don't. <laughs> this is the official three boys in the pod live reaction to Golden Globe results. <laughs> this is this is gonna hit. People are gonna really love this. This is Sean, why don't you us kick us off? Then? Well, okay. Disclaimer: um, We have definitely watched all of these movies and formed very expert. Opinions on all of For them. sure. This We're big movie guys so here. Bad. We watch like every movie. <laughs> this is gonna fail so bad. No, dude, people are gonna love it, I swear. Okay. First up, we got Best Picture Drama. Can I get a drum roll, please? Oh, they're opening the envelope. Oh, oh. It's. What? Nomad Land? Do you know Starring... that was filmed partially at Wall Drug in the Badlands? Oh, I'm. I've never been to Wall Drug, but I hear it's quite the place. It is quite yeah, the place. Quite interesting. Very cool. They have a like a life-size jackalope out there. It's like they do. Fifteen feet tall. Um, they also have a a robot Tyrannosaurus Rex that I saw. Um, totally ruin a young child's day. That was awesome. <laughs> he burst into <laughs> tears and ran away. Let's back up. Let's, let's back up. So we were in Wall Drug. Which I highly recommend to anyone who like passing through South Dakota. Can't miss it. 
there's like 200 signs before you get there. It's like their whole thing. And so we stroll up over the summer and outside. So they have like a, like a, it's like a mall almost, but like all old timey and Western themed. And then they have this outside bit and there is like a, how tall would you say? Like a 30 foot tall animatronic T-Rex. It's very yeah, big. I would, yeah, it's pretty big. So like every like 15 minutes out of the, like nowhere, like sirens start like blaring and then the T-Rex just screams and some little girl was way too close and you just see her like run away. It was very, it was, it was probably not okay to laugh at, honestly. But <laughs> it was, yeah. So I highly recommend Wall Drug. You guys have any thoughts on Nomadland after you clearly watched it? Um, actually, I watched. Um, I mean, I definitely watched the whole thing, but I really watched the first like five minutes of it, and <laughs> wow, what what a first five minutes those were. Um, I mean, Francis McDormand's performance was just stunning. Um, but I don't know. Um, did, I, you, did you see that scene where they like cross the river on the horses? <laughs> it's a pretty emotional oh, scene. Yeah. Um, no, that's the wrong. That's the wrong <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jenny, no. You the wrong clip. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's more. No, I know it's more about, like, um, a woman who's hit uh, hard times during the Great Recession, which is, like, the 2008 banking thing, right? And then she, like, goes around in her van living the van life, like all you TikTok hipsters want to, and um, kind of goes to different places. But I'm pretty sure she's like, goes to actual, like, places and works there and, like, gets video. Like, I don't think there are other, are many other actors in it than her so yeah odd and, well, way to make a movie but it worked out for him oh sasha baron cohen won something from borat what i mean i knew that obviously because oh, i watched uh, we didn't have the build-up but best picture for musical comedy because okay the golden globes are so weird i follow the award shows a little bit and they've got like they call it the egot which is like the best um kind of the prize of all prizes for a uh, kind of famous person is you win an Emmy, a Grammy, uh, an Oscar, and a Tony. Mm-hmm. So it's like TV, uh, music, yep. movies, musical. Which one is musical? Tony's. Okay. Tony but then, like, where does Glo- Golden Globes fit in? It doesn't, okay? <laughs> it, like, tries to be TV and movie and, like, have different categories, like, See, like, Nomadland won for, um, uh, won for Best uh, Picture Drama, but then they also had Best Picture music- Musical Comedy, and, like, all this, I don't know, it's just weird. Too many categories. And you try to do TV and movies in one award show. It's, it's hard to compare. Much. Yeah. Especially there's different types of TV out there. Like, there's TV that's very similar to movies these days. And uh, I don't, you can't really compare that to a movie because a movie is, like, you know, two hours of story well, and like no no they they're they're not the movies and the tv aren't competing against each other they have separate segments but they have they compete for like the same title right no no like best picture tv best picture movie they have like all but the tv categories. shows against each other all the movies against each other yeah like separate awards yeah but is it it's Correct. like best picture for tv best picture for a movie 
And then yeah. the movies fight and the TVs fight. Yeah, but they don't fight each other. Though. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm more of an Oscars guy when it comes to my movies, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, what Dave just said, uh, Best Picture Musical Comedy. We don't have to. No, we don't have to do that. It was? Well, Borat, subsequent movie film. Okay, I actually watched this. I mean, I watched all of them. But I really watched. <laughs> um, having watched the first one, you know, this was different uh, than the first one. Still fun, still funny. It was just kind of a different. You couldn't really do the same thing as the first Borat film, which was a lot of shock and like on the street, real time footage. This you had to like be a little more creative. But I, you know, I'd recommend it. It's kind of a definitely an R rating, not really family friendly, um, but it does touch on a lot of the the things that weighed down 2020 and he does film like during the pandemic which is kind of crazy so it was very very timely and very funny i would highly i think it deserved the win it was against like hamilton why is like hamilton the movie going up against that it just doesn't really make sense it was against music by sia i don't think we want to talk yeah, about that no movie. let's no, skip that yeah, one we're, we're not going to mention that movie again um palm springs Guys, we love Palm Springs. Palm Springs was good. I think, that was a good movie. I, as much fantastic. as I love Borat, I think that should have won. Yeah. What's that actor's I love name? Palm Springs. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg? And you just can't go wrong with Andy Samberg. Exactly. I think like this Hot is like Rod, his best man? movie, though. It was pretty good. Hot, Rod, ah, Hot Rod's better, but it was pretty good. Okay. Hot Rod minus the beans. Minus that the one cool scene, beans. yeah. <laughs> the cool beans scene. If you've seen Hot Rod, you know what I'm, we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Ruins. It's like the greatest comedy of all time, except for this one scene that doesn't fit in like at all with the rest of how the movie is filmed, and it's just really awkward. Yeah. Um, okay. Then it, the hot, only other one was recommend the Hot Rod. Hot Rod, yeah, good movie. Still would recommend, yeah. Uh, was uh, the Prom? I think that's I, a Netflix movie. Oh yeah. I, I think. Well, no, we know that's a Netflix movie. We watched it. Yeah, because we um, watched. Yeah, it. we watched it. And just. Just, wasn't super memorable, I don't think. Uh, yeah, Can't I don't, remember I don't much remember, from it. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much, but from what I can see from the poster, um, I don't think I would have liked it. <laughs> just you mean you don't think you liked it? Uh, no, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> Based on what I see from the poster. <laughs> Forgetting everything I saw in the movie. <laughs> if I... <laughs> just judging <laughs> on the poster. I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. This isn't that funny, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay. This is best some actress, of the best content. Most motion picture out. drama goes to Andre Day for United States versus Billie Holiday. The. Why are they putting the the at the end of these results? Like, just put it in the front. You're not that cool, Golden Globes. Oh, um, can I, Good can, for I do, Day. can I announce yeah. one here, Sean? Congratulations. Yeah, sure. Wait, um, no, we're still on Andre Day. We've got to finish this one up. Who's, who's Andre Day? Dave, don't you what do remember you mean? From Yeah, the from the movie? movie? United States. Oh! From yeah. the movie, yeah. Yeah. No, I do now. Okay, that um, makes I'm, sense. No, Andre Day. I thought she did a terrific job. Yeah, great actor. Um, but Stunning that one, that one scene, like midway through the movie, like it really seals it for you. Oh yeah, I know, you know what, what you're I mean? talking about. That one. Yeah, was, exactly. Was it's pretty memorable. Not gonna lie. 
Um, um, but do you know who won for best television actor in a musical slash comedy series? No. It was J- Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. And like, I know, I know we've seen all of them, right? We've discussed that, but like, I've seen Ted Lasso like really well. Like I remember that and it is fantastic. Have, I mean, do you guys like remember like when you watched it pretty well or no? I don't recall much from Ted Lasso, but from what I remember, I remember the trailers pretty vividly, and um, I didn't think it looked very good. As an English soccer fan um, myself, I thought it looked pretty dumb to put an American uh, football coach in there and make a oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, now, now I remember. Because they, they, it was just a short, like, uh, kind of an ad thing for the Premier League beforehand. And he was actually the fake coach of the team I really liked, Tottenham Hotspur. And it was it was really, really funny. But I don't think you could stretch that into a whole show. Uh, but I guess I was totally proved wrong when I saw the whole thing. And it was it was good. It yeah, was didn't good. he also uh, give uh, quite the like uh, memorable acceptance speech? Mans has been through um, a lot. According to Sports Illustrated, yeah. And I would have to agree with Sports <laughs> Illustrated. It was quite memorable. um i would i would have to say that you should probably give it another look um because when i watched it i thought it was fantastic i thought it was i i was i came in very skeptical like you guys i'm like this is dumb like it's an apple tv exclusive like who would want to watch that um but then i watched it and i i pretty much finished all of it in like three days and it because I because they were releasing them like every Friday, kind of the way the Mandalorian did things. Um, but I came to it a little bit later, and it was fantastic. It was very heartfelt, and the comedy was like fun. It was enjoyable. It was light. It was lighthearted, and I feel like we need more of that. Like it wasn't like super smart, but it was just fun and enjoyable. And so I'm glad Jason well, Sudeikis won. Dave, you know, like I've I've already watched it, but just based on yeah. like you know me and you know I know soccer. Would would you think? What would you predict my reaction was? To it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I think you would enjoy it because I know you also. No, I think you enjoyed it when you watched it. Um, because you like football and you like soccer, and it combines those two things together because he's a football coach and it does it pretty well. Uh, is it believable that he could coach that well? Maybe not, but it's still very fun. Like I don't, you don't have to be so pretentious about soccer. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a soccer fan. I'm, I'm British, isn't it, bro? Like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> we apologize. I, we, we do have some fans. Yeah, we from, do have some British listeners. Yeah. So, Dave's not trying to insult you. We, we love our neighbors from across the pond. that was insulting that was bad i feel like we should just do an entire segment in whatever accent we want i feel like that would be fun way to involve our listeners from other countries across the globe so we've got a british one do ethan you can you can do a pretty good russian accent can't you no i thought you could do the russian one oh no i that i thought that must be someone else then sean what accent can you do um, anything you want. I can give oh, you Irish. Time. I'm sure we've got Irish listeners. Tree hundred and thirty tree. You know, that's pretty fun to say. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I can do a, a French one, but just like an imitation of Lumiere the Candle. You know? 
<laughs> we, are, we already touched on that. I was wondering. So. Um, do we have any French listeners out there? I don't think so. No, according to our now uh, analytics, no. Oh, I feel like we might need to check again. I thought we might have had one. Well, if no one's listening from France, screw France. France is a stupid place. That's all yeah, I have Dave, to Dave. say. And we could have a, a hypothetical listener. Yeah. A potential listener in the future. I don't know what I'm saying. We, we, okay, yeah. we, we, gotta, we gotta get back to the important stuff. Our very serious reviews of the Golden Globes here. <laughs> okay, I can't, uh, I can't agree with this next selection more. We've got Best Actor, Motion Picture Drama, Chadwick Boseman, uh, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I think he totally deserved this one. I agree. He's yep. just a stunning actor. Everything he touches is gold. Yeah. Agree. Nothing nothing to dispute there. Sean, you got you got another one? Maybe there's one you can find that's more controversial that we obviously disagreed on when we watched it. Um, okay, I've got um you know, this was really out of the blue here. Um Best Actress, Motion Motion Picture, uh, musical comedy. We've got Rosamund Pike. Can you believe that? For um, no. I care a lot. Now, Dave, uh, can you know? I know you were a big fan of I Care a Lot. Um, what can you? What can you tell me about that movie? Look, here's here's what I have to say because, like, I watched I Care a Lot, and frankly, like, I was I, I liked it, but like, I watched it again, obviously, because that's how like in depth we're going. And when I watched it, because the, the you care a lot. Time, yeah, I just like it didn't it really didn't do it for me. Like the second I, time I it didn't, but the first no, time the it second, did. The, well, the first time I watched it, I feel like it was more superficial, you know? Like obviously we watched all these movies like two or three times to prepare for the segment. Of course, um, of course. Yeah. And but then you look like, deeper. The se- yeah, exactly. Like I I felt like it was lacking like a multifaceted ending to really tie in all the loose threads that were introduced early in the movie. And that's why I think this is a hollow victory for Rosamund Pike, because, like, clearly she was not involved in the best movie that was presented in these categories. You know what I mean? So, like, well, I just, this only, feels hollow. She can only control what she can control. She can't control the movie, you know? She yeah. can just bring, you know, LeBron James is stuck on a crappy Cleveland basketball team. Cleveland I can't talk today. Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. He has no choice but to just dominate himself, and if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. You know, yeah, uh, Dave. I'm that's... wondering though, what you thought? What you thought when uh, in that movie? I care a lot. A shady legal guardian landed in hot water when she tried to bilk a woman who has ties to a powerful gangster. What do you think when that happened? Can you describe <laughs> for me what bilk means? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, clearly um you know the shady gangster characters were obviously very integral to the plot of this movie i don't want to cheapen their impact but the belking aspect it cannot be lost (laughs) we can't lose that in the shuffle (laughs) even so what what does Yeah, so uh, I don't remember them using that word in the film, but I did have Kenny uh, research it for me quick, and it's um, to obtain or withhold money from someone by deceit or without justification, cheat or defraud. So, you know, um, 
And it really just speaks to what the the main character was trying to do was, uh, you know, she was a sh- she was a shady legal gu- legal guardian. Um, she ended up in you know the hot water of of uh, bilking the the woman with the rest of the gangster. So it really just speaks to to the what the movie was about. What more can you say? Really? <laughs> what more can you? <laughs> <laughs> it was I look at the end of the day like it clearly belonged to uh, Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma like I, I don't feel like anyone would disagree with that except for you know people who clearly haven't seen these movies as thoroughly as we have that's true um what do you what do you guys think about um the Best screenplay motion picture going to Trial of the Chicago 7. Also, um, best supporting actor for this movie was Sasha Baron Cohen, so he won another award here. Whoa, wait, what? Oh, wait, no, a nominee. No, he lost. Nominee. Yeah, he uh, was okay. nominated. Sasha Baron Cohen uh, won for Borat, though. He did. Best actor in a musical comedy thing, so he, he still had a pretty good night. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Um, yeah. Have you... Sure. So this movie, I th- I thought this movie was very good. Um, uh, do you remember a lot of this movie? This movie, I do. Oh, yeah. You happen to remember a lot, okay? I do. Remember. I don't. I don't. So. Oh, okay. I have to refresh me a little bit. Well, it's the trial. Okay. Of seven. Seven guys. Yep, seven Wait, guys from Chicago. Wait, where was it again? Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but for real, um, it was a trial. Uh, there was a big protest of, of the Vietnam War in Chicago, and um, the police were very brutal to the protesters, and then seven of them got put on trial, um, and they... The protesters, not the, the Yes, the protesters got put on trial, um, and then it was, like, a, a big debate as to if it was um, due process that they were, like, receiving, or if they should even, like, what charges they were even being held on, and... It was it was a good movie and uh, very timely, I think, um, considering protests that have gone on here. And that was that was written by um, Aaron Sorkin, you know. Yeah, yeah. We all stand Aaron Sorkin, right? We, I think Here so. We? Yeah, stand. I, that's the right terminology. Uh, you can correct me. No, it's no with a D. Well, we certainly don't bilk him. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? What we got? We got best picture animated. We've got Soul. Oh, an obvious choice, an obvious you choice. Know, I remember that one pretty well. Uh, the other nominations there were uh, The Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, and Wolfwalkers. You know, so Onward is also a Pixar movie. So Pixar, Pixar was going Pixar. against yeah. Pixar. That's an, yeah, that's an interesting matchup there. I actually enjoyed Onward. I haven't... I briefly watched Soul... <laughs> <laughs> um, I was doing homework at the same time, so I, I didn't absorb as much from that one. You know, I've I've said it before, maybe not on the pod, but I was not really a big fan of Soul. For what reason? <laughs> you want more? Yeah. Uh, because okay, in brief, Pixar has kind of had this philosophy of like have a cool outlandish story for kids, but also some like deeper themes for the adults to uh, pay attention to too. You've got like. Emotional themes about growing up with toys being alive in Toy Story. In, like, Incredibles, you've got the big plot, like, oh, superheroes, this is cool. But you also have kind of, like, the marital situation and everything where I guess there... Helen thought there was an affair going on the whole time. I can't believe that. I never picked up on that when I was little. Oh, yeah, I watched Incredibles again when I was a little older. And, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was just angry at him for some other reason, <laughs> not because she thought he was cheating. Uh, but in it, it, they kind of like. But first up came like the cool, fun story for the kids. I think secondary was like the deeper themes. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But more recently, like I think they draw drew the line pretty even with uh, Inside Out, mm-hmm. where they were like, "Wow, this has a lot of emotional themes." It's kind of like, "Oh, what goes on inside your head?" And that's kind of even with like, "Oh, cool, there's voices in their head and they're funny and silly and everything like that." I feel like this one skews the balance way too much. It's like, huh, you know, it would be a fun idea for a kids movie. Okay, this guy. Uh, maybe a little spoiler alert. Spoiler here. alert. This guy dies, okay? Kids will love it. Dude falls down a manhole. Then we follow his soul to the afterlife. And then he goes on a journey of self-discovery with another skull on why being alive is a good thing. And we explore all these existential questions and stuff. And then they're like, I mean, how is this a kid's movie? And then they're like, oh, he becomes a cat at one point. And then they're like... So it got a little too deep, a little too deep. It's, yeah. I well, know. Onward, I, I say Onward kept it uh, more chill, more funny, um, but still had elements of, like, a deeper story. And that one was with achievement, um, pretty much. The kid, you know, had a lot of pressure to be like his father, um, who was, like, a college professor, so high achieving. And um, his brother was what some would consider low achieving, you know, still still at home, older, but, you know, his brother was cool, and we couldn't judge his brother for that, because his brother was just too awesome of a guy. Also, he was voiced by Chris Pratt. He was so voiced by Chris Pratt. That gets you a lot of points for yeah. that. Um, so, Verdict on Soul, a very well-made movie. Uh, I can understand why it won, but if I was a kid, I would not really gravitate to that one. Yeah, I would gravitate more towards the magic and um, giant, uh, what was it, Cursed Dragon at the end of Onward? That's what I would go for. That's what I remember. Yeah, the Coast Coast Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, yeah that, I remember that well. But um, Crude's A New Age, I think we can all agree that didn't need to be made. The yeah. Just been a one-off. It's, been, it's been such a long time since the first one came out. Didn't we go and see that movie in like eighth grade? That was a school field trip, yeah. Yeah, I really loved that, that was movie. a school mm-hmm. field trip. It wasn't a bad movie, I but... I liked the Crude's. Yeah, it, it had a really good ending, too. Like, emotional. Yeah. And like, finally, you know? Mm-hmm. And now you just bring him back? Yeah, seems kind of strange to me. Seems like a money grab. I remember I mean, the slop named Belt. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. I sense to anyone who like hasn't seen it, but if you have, it, you'll laugh. If they're yeah. if they're movie aficionados like us who have seen everything, truly yeah. impressively. Okay. Any other I, big wins we want to talk about? I don't I think that's good. I think we've given Dave a yeah. lot to edit. <laughs> no. Yeah, Dave, Dave, think he'll put music in that one? Episode. In the, Dave in this edited one? episode. Yeah, last episode, sorry, there was no intro or outro music. Dave made the creative decision that we just wants to throw us right in the action and pull us right out. Yeah. You know what? When you guys edit your episodes, you can do whatever the heck you want, okay? I don't, <laughs> I don't care if you completely edit out one person speaking i don't it's up to you guys it's a creative decision and that's what makes this pod unique we're not paying for anyone to edit these okay we're doing it ourselves we got there's no producers here it's just us i'm not judging i just made a comment okay no that was judgment it was a (laughs) i just made a judgmental comment okay i'm not judging you um and i would like to point out kenny has informed me that we have uh one listen from france 
Ooh, yeah. dang. So, well, screw. Hey, screw you, person from France. France oh, better you better cut that people. out. No, no, France, France person. Uh, we love you. Uh, we appreciate your listen. Um, and also, I'm taking French right now in college. And if you have any tips on understanding your language, <laughs> send them my way. <laughs> kind of struggling recently. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you want to become pen pals. Outro. Come on, like give us some, give us a French ending here. Or revoir. You know, that sounds like something you get on Urban Dictionary. A French <laughs> ending. Au revoir. No. French ending. Okay. You know what? I'm trying to think what my, and as always, okay. Let me put that into. Google Translate, real quick. <laughs> the authentic stuff. Um, you're just demonstrating you need some help, man. That's all this is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. English to French. This is good. This is I, can, I can do it in Norwegian. Oh, no. This isn't French. <laughs> no, I want to hear it now. Norwegian. Okay. And... Okay, do do your Norwegian. I'm I'm typing it in. I got. Give me a second. Okay. Um, in Norwegian, it would be... Um, what is it? And as always? Yeah. Og of Altid. Wow, that's impressive. I couldn't do it in Spanish, I don't think. We're all, look at us taking all these, like, I'm taking Spanish, you're taking Norwegian, Sean's taking French, like, in a year or two, this could be, like, a pod that we could do in so many different languages. Like, that'll be so, like, I'll talk in Spanish to you and then you can respond in Norwegian. It'll be great. Yeah, uh, well, that would be great. You wouldn't, we both wouldn't know what the other one was saying, but that's not important. No, not at all. Sean, are you are you close with the French yet? Uh, give me give me another second. <laughs> okay, Ethan, we gotta fill some time here. Um, so how are things going? Uh, things are pretty good with me. Um, wow, riveting. First off, love that for you. Um, um Dave, things are good with me. If you if you're looking to become a plant father, a plant daddy, as some would say. No, no <laughs> one would say that. <laughs> um, it, cool trick I learned you go to the store and you buy celery and you just peel off like the dead stalks and then you stick it with some um, toothpicks on the side and like kind of hover it over a glass of water it'll grow no no it won't that's not true yeah it will take a look at take no, a look at mine can you see it no oh I want the audience to know that there's literally nothing there he's totally lying there's, there are no plants. I want the audience to know that you can grow your own celery in water. No, oh, does it grow can't. slow? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Okay. okay. Um, the, the trend. Okay, we got. Uh, et comme toujours, ne fais pas les trucs. Roughly translating to, and as always, don't build things up. Sorry to our French listeners, sure that didn't right. translate well, but that was for you. I think that was a good right. I liked it. <laughs> All okay, right. well, I'm glad we can cut this. We, uh, there's going to be some things that don't. God, this turned into six. This was going to be a short one. This turned into 61 minutes. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> okay, I well, um, as always, drink Capri Sun, all that good noise. Um, Seal, that's goodbye. my thing. <laughs> Shut up. We're ending the podcast. Say say any last things you want to. Uh, g- goodbye. 
Um, grow your celery, grow it fast. No, grow it big. I give that. the tips. No, okay. <laughs> no, no. This is no, no celery. Celery. Okay, goodbye. No, shut up.